You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. This show can be found on Podcast DC, the new local app with hundreds of options in local news, health, and of course of the DMV region. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all the Empire shows as well as the other great content. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today, I have a special guest as Washington football team tight end Logan Thomas drops by for a conversation. What he hopes to add to his game this season, the players he studied to make himself a better player. His rapport with quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick. Reaction to tight ends coach Pete Hainer saying he's one of the top seven all-around tight ends in the game. Thomas's contract and how he's getting involved in the wedding venue game. I've seen the pictures, folks. The place is beautiful. All that and more. If you want to get a feel for what happened during minicamp, go back and listen to the three podcasts I recorded during the week. Quick listens. I also have a story up on ESPN.com right now about Thomas and why fantasy football owners can't forget about him this year, even if there are more weapons on the outside for Washington. I do wonder about the tight end position for Washington. There's just not much proven depth which is one of the reasons they signed Ricky Seals-Jones. I do think rookie John Bates will help. He's not necessarily the rookie they always rave about. There are a couple others who I'd say were ahead of him in that area, but they do feel he can be solid. Samus' Reyes' development will be worth watching this summer, but in team settings, it's not as if he's been a consistent target. There's definitely a lot more he has to learn, and that's okay. It was expected. It takes time. And quarterbacks have to also trust him in those 11-on-11 settings. I think Tameric Hemingway remains someone they feel can help if others don't. But they need Thomas to stay healthy and be productive. It changes things up if they don't have a tight end who is a legitimate threat. Really, in in any offense, it's good to have two, but they absolutely need to have that one. I'm also curious to see how slot receiver Adam Humphreys and Thomas work together over the middle. Humphreys is really good at working off the tight ends on the inside. Humphreys will be a key thing, a key target for them, not a thing, a key target for them this season, especially in certain situations. That's all stuff to watch develop in training camp. I'll sprinkle more information on things I know and learn over the next few weeks. But for now, let's get to my conversation with Logan Thomas. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey everyone, I want to tell you about a fun new offer from Monkey Knife Fight that can enhance any sports experience, whether you're at a game, on your couch, 
or in a bar. It's a daily fantasy sports league that is easy to play. You can sign up on monkeyknifefight.com using promo code JKR and play games such as more or less. Will an NBA player score more or less than a listed point total? You can do the same in baseball. Will a pitcher have more or less strikeouts than a given amount, etc.? It's fun. And every Friday, it's Home Run Derby. And on three guys who have home runs that night, all three hit one, you share in the prize pool. Every week, you can participate in their Eagle Eye jackpot based on the PGA Tour. Choose from any sport, from NASCAR to UFC and League of Legends. And of course, once football rolls back around, there will be even more fun prop bets. This is daily sports betting designed for the average fan to use their knowledge and have some fun. Sign up now at monkeyknifefight.com and use promo code JKR. That's promo code JKR. I want to talk about the wedding venue in a couple minutes because I think that's kind of cool. And I saw some pictures and it's it's gorgeous. So I can understand why you guys are doing it out there. But yeah. I want to start with just for you as a player, where do you feel more comfortable going into a second year with Washington and coming off the year you just had? Uh, for me, it's the first time in my now almost eight-year career uh, that I'll be in the same offense for a second year in a row. And for me, that's huge. I'm not having to learn a new offense, not having to learn in new details or new scheme. So um, so for the offseason, that's what made – that made it a little bit easier. But um, also being around same teammates again, uh, being around people that you trust, people that you understand, and you're just building off of last year, not learning everything completely new. And so that's that's what's different for me. So how do you see that? I know it's we're just talking, we're just in mini camp right now, but how do you see that already helping you on the field? What differences do you see it making for yourself? Yeah, it's it's more so like what to expect now. Um, sometimes I was playing where didn't know what to expect and how to react, but now I'm expecting them to react to me instead of vice versa. So it's really just, you know, you know, picking up on the things that normally you wouldn't think of in certain situations. And um, now the defense has to react to me instead of me react to them. And, and hopefully it puts me in better positions to make plays and, um, you know, make the correct blocks as well. Are there things that you can, are there different routes that you can run now better because of that? Are there, are there, is it more, or is it more just kind of improving on what you're already doing? Yeah, I think you can run more routes because, you don't have to worry about the old stuff now. You can start building. You can start putting in, putting in new stuff and uh, getting a better understanding for the new stuff. And um, especially with the weapons that we have uh, that we added, especially, um, you know, those guys are going to be doing different things that, that we did la- than we did last year. And then because they're doing different things, that means it allows me to do different things as well and, uh, and use everybody's different type of their body and their skill set. Do you see it already? Because I know you're going against one defense right now. It's your, it's your defense. But do you already see a difference with having, and I know Curtis hasn't been out there, but when he was out there and then you have Diami and you have Antonio can do a few more things. you got Adam Humphreys running side. Do you see a difference in what it might allow you to then do? Yeah, I think it, I think it expands the field. Uh, and anytime you can make it a defense expand and have to play more, more zone and it makes it easier on the offense because, you know, Sometimes zone um, doesn't get as sticky as man, and they're not just sitting there. You can find holes, and and also it opens up for the run game. So um, I think it's good for our offense. It gives us a chance to, um, you know, be level, be balanced, but at the same time spread it out and make everybody play, um, you know, play into what we want to do. Now, 
Pete Hayner was telling us that he th- he said he thinks you're one of the top five, six, seven all around tight ends in the league. What do you think when you hear that? Uh, I mean, it, it's crazy to think based off of how far I've I've come and where I started, and um, you know, I, I appreciate those words from him. Um, you know, it means a lot, especially the guys that he's coached over the years. Uh, but you know, some of it's a testament to him and how he got me ready to play last year and, um, and the things that he does. And, you know, I really appreciate it. I'm blessed beyond belief. Um, you know, a couple years ago, I never would have believed I'd be in the position that I am now. So I'm extremely thankful, blessed, and, um, I'm in, I'm excited to prove that what he says is true. Then also you talked about confidence and you could see it grow from you and you just, I mean, in training camp last year, all we saw was you making plays in the red zone. It just continued, continued and built. When did you feel like, hey, I just feel like I've got this. I'm going to have a good year and I'm rolling. When did you really feel that about yourself? Um, I thought it was probably after week four, week five. Um, got my bearings underneath me the first couple of weeks. I made a couple of plays. Uh, and I was at that point, like my run blocking was fine. And it was at that point, I was like, man, I could really do this. I can really have a good season. And then um, I think we got to the bye week. And then the second half of the season, I played really well and had a couple more um, targets, a couple more catches than I did in the first half. And uh, and I think that's where the confidence built and how I uh, felt more comfortable moving forward and obviously into the point that I am now. And so uh, as long as I can continue to grow, I don't see any reason for um, anything to be different going into this year. Then he also talked about how you were studying film of other guys, especially getting guys getting down the field. Who were you studying this offseason? And, 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 well, first of all, who were you studying? Yeah, so there's there's a couple of guys that I'm pretty sure everybody in the league wants to study. Um, I think it starts with, with George Kittle, uh, just because the, the all-aroundness out of that guy is impressive. Um, but then once you go to the pass game, um, obviously Kittle's in there, but you got to look at the Kelsey Waller, those two dudes, because – Waller was an old wide receiver too. And you can see like he does things different than Kelsey does. Kelsey does things different than Waller does. And um, I think those are the people that you really kind of, uh, if you want to get pass game reads off of, especially from the tight end position, those are the ones that you look at because we all run the same routes, but sometimes they run them differently. Um, Oakland at, or Oakland, Vegas asked Waller to do things different um, than a lot of other tight ends just based off of his um, past body of work too. And he's made huge plays down the field. So um, I think those are the three main guys, obviously, but uh, there's a bunch of guys in this league that play the position really well. And um, you got to kind of just check on all of them to see if there's something you can't pick up. And um, shoot, uh, I learned a lot from, from guys in the rooms I've been with over the years that may not have been, household name. So uh, I think everybody's got a, something special that they offer the game. And you talk about making, is it where you want to make more plays down the field? Is that kind of a big a tar- emphasis of yours now? Or Well, I think last year I proved that I made a, a good amount of plays underneath and yards per catch weren't crazy, which I could care less what they are uh, as long as I'm catching the ball when it's thrown to me. But um, you know, with the guys that we have on the outside, maybe there's a little bit more space on the inside to make plays down the field. So if I can keep speed up and, um, you know, make some plays down the field, that'd be great as well. But I also know my role. I also know where I fit in on this offense. And um, I'm going to continue to do whatever they ask me to do. Is there one thing in particular, when you look at a Waller or a Kittle, that you say, okay, these are one or two things I can incorporate into my – because you, you said everybody's different. But what are one or two things that maybe you can incorporate – from what you watched and learned from them. Yeah, so with Kittle, you can see the quickness in his releases and um, his second-level releases and 
uh, how he sets people up down the field. Waller's releases, sometimes they're not as quick, which you would expect as a receiver, but they're a little bit more physical, which you would think would be kind of flipped for those two guys. And um, he uses his length amazingly well. Like he always puts the defender where he wants them just based off of like one, two steps. And then, you know, he'll extend the hand, get it on, get it to the part of the body that you want to get it to. And then from there on, he puts you where you want him, where he wants you and goes and makes the play and gives a good, is friendly to the quarterback. So it's stuff like that that makes them makes those guys like that special because the defense knows what they're going to do and how to attack it, but he still does what he wants. And then with Fitzpat with Ryan Fitzpatrick, your first year with him, he's got a lot of weapons around them. He also clicked well with Mike Gusecki last in, in Miami. I think I was looking at like his last five years. He's each year it seems like he's more and more looking for the tight end. What's your rapport with with him so far? It's been great. It's been awesome. Uh, ever since the day he walked in, uh, we've been talking to each other. Hey, what do you like here? Same thing going back here. What do you like? How do you want me to run this? And uh, he's an awesome dude. He's fun to be around. He makes being in the building just that much more fun. And um, we had, we got a great rapport. We've made a bunch of good plays out here uh, already. Um, I feel the trust that he has in me. And, and I love it because uh, he knows that the ball, I, I feel as if, he, if he's throwing me the ball that, the worst thing that's going to happen is an incompletion. So um, I enjoy, I enjoy just being an outlet for the guy, um, not only him but the other quarterbacks, and right. because they because they trust they trust in me. With, with Ryan, everybody talks about his sense of humor, and like, how does he keep things loose? Is it just what what does he do? I don't think that he does anything extra. It's just his personality. That's who he is. He never seems to be too amped up. Never seems to be too you know focused or uh, in his own head. He just kind of does what he does, doesn't do anything fat. He just does a little stroll wherever he goes and, um, you know, just cracks his little jokes. Uh, he's an old man, so he's got those little dad jokes that are just silly sometimes. And um, like yesterday, he took a picture uh, of me and Bobby McCain and, and sent it to a buddy of ours. And and so the buddy of ours sent it back. And it just just being goofy, just talking trash. And that's just who he is. And he keeps things light and you know, you kind of got to need that when you got all this testosterone in this locker room built up. You got five kids, though. You got to be getting some of those dad jokes at some point, right? Oh, you know it. You know, I got the corny dad jokes in the in there. You know, I, I heard them all from my grandfather and my uncle. So uh, I got a Rolodex of them just like he does. So that's why I laugh when he says them because I know exactly where they come from. <laughs> and and I can appreciate that, too, as well. Trust me. Everybody always talks about, too, as you're as a quarterback, you know, you always hear like, you know, well, it helps me play quarterback, helps me play quarterback. Where do you see it helping you the most as a tight end? Yeah, to an extent, it helps. Um, run game, absolutely none, zero. But pass game, I believe it helps a lot just because I walk up there, I see the shell, I see what the where the alignments are. I'm like, all right, I can expect this coverage. If something happens, then I expect this coverage, and I can re- react off of that later. Um, so it's just not having to think about all right, what do I got to do in this route? It's just going and doing it. Uh, so to that extent, it's just pass game. But run game, I don't feel like it right. had any translation. Yeah, at all. It, it, I'm sure. It, I'm sure it doesn't. But I, you know, I was wondering if it does does allow you to anticipate a little bit quicker and to know, you know, the, reading the coverages and help you to get to an area. No question. No yeah. question. My anticipation when I see, you know, one high safety versus two high safety versus you know where the backers alignment is, it kind of. Uh, lets me know what to expect. 
Yeah, and and then how are, what have you seen from John Bates, Samus Reyes? Yeah, super impressed with both of those guys. Um, didn't know exactly how. I guess they're both rookies. The right. rookies were going to come in and play, and uh, they've done a good job. They've done a good job, and uh, John has done a good job just buying into what Pete has had to say. Uh, he's got good run game footwork. He's got good strength. Um, Samus, obviously, his strength is ridiculous. Uh, it's just learning the game of football for him. And uh, both of those guys, they got good, like, lateral quickness, which is a lot of what tight end is and uh, will and want to. And, and I, in training camp, I know that they're going to bring out a little bit of that nasty that you got to have to play the position as well. And both of those guys definitely got it. And then, yeah, I'm just uh, – I'm excited to see what they do beside, beside us. With Samus, can you tell how much – I mean – he is again. He's not just learning. He's having transition to a new sport. You had to just go from a position. Can right. you tell? I mean, what are little things that you can tell? Like, oh, he's really new at this because I've seen this. Yeah, just. I mean, a lot of run game is going to be foreign to anybody who's never played right. the position. So, uh, <clears throat> what you don't, what you don't know on the outside if you never played it is, you know, they might look like they they're outside of you, but within one step, they're going to be hit up or inside of you in the run game. Uh, so it's taking the footwork appropriator. Um, if they're hit up you, they're going to be way inside of you when the ball snapped. Like it's just stuff like that. Not, he's not, he doesn't know that that's what's going to happen. Um, and now he's starting to pick it up and the more he does it, the better he's going to get at it. And he's going to anticipate it better than they do. And with his strength, he's going to be able to dominate them. And um, if you have ante- anticipation and the strength that he does, he, I'm not worried about him in the least being able to handle his own. Last question before I ask about the wedding stuff, but with the contract, first of all, do you take what Pete Hainer said about top five, seven all around tight ends and give it to your agent and say, here, here you go. Or you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's his job, man. That's, that's what he's, that's what he's paid to do is to go figure all the numbers and um, do what he does for me. Um, I love being in Washington. I want to be in Washington and, you know, whatever happens, happens. But right now I'm just focused on the season and um, I'm excited to see what, what this offense can do and what this team can do. Cause I think we're building something special here. Are you hopeful something could get done before training camp or do you have any idea? You know, I'm not sure. I don't even, I'm not even sure if they've really had any talks about okay. it anyway, but like I said, if it happens, it happens. Great. If not, I'm still going to go be the same guy I've always been. The wedding venue. Why'd you guys want? And just t- first of all, tell people it's. I believe it's in Lynchburg, correct? Yeah. So yep. So Lynchburg. Tell, tell people about it and why why you wanted to do this. Yeah. So me and the wife are building a wedding venue. Uh, honestly, it's something that me and her, ever since we've met, have kind of had our eye on. We wanted to purchase some land. We ended up purchasing some land a couple years ago. Uh, got a good view with it, and um, the reason we did is because we kind of want to find a way. Uh, to give back to the community. Uh, a lot of people go in um, to wedding. They, they have their weddings and they go into their marriage going into debt. Uh, that's not what we want to do to people. We want to give them the most elaborate wedding that they can find, especially on the East Coast. It's going to have like a California feel. We're going to try to give them the most elaborate wedding they can find, but for a good price. So, um, And then also a couple times a year, we're going to give away weddings um, to people mm-hmm. in the area just so um, – like that's another reason. So sometimes you can't afford, some people can't afford the big expensive sure. lavish weddings. Uh, but we want to give those to some people. And, you know, uh, my wife's got a kind heart when it comes to that. Um, obviously I do too. Yeah, I was saying you have to as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's something that is, 
uh, it means a lot, not only to me and to her, but to everybody in the community, because um, that community raised me, it made me who I was and, um, you know, how I perceive people, how I treat people. And for people who haven't been around me, I'm pretty laid back. I treat everybody the same, whether you're whatever color skin you have and orientation. That's just who I am, how I was raised. And um, But with this with this venue, I think it's going to be something really, really special. My, my wife designed it from floor to ceiling, inside and out by herself um, with, a, you know, some the people who had to put the, the measurements on it. But she uh, she's special. And uh, you can go check out the pictures and stuff. It's going to be something. And where can, is it is it our, is it open for business yet or when will it be open? No, we uh, we break ground in two weeks and the date of finish is March the 1st. So there'll be. Should be looking at spring weddings in 2022, so we're we're really excited for it and and ready to get it done. And where can they find information on it? So right now um, we haven't created the full website yet. You have a Facebook thing, right? right. Brandy Thomas um, on Facebook or the Thomas Estate on Facebook, and then again it's on it's in Lynchburg, Virginia. Um, it'll say Forest, but it's a byproduct of Lynchburg. Yeah, it looks cool, and I I mean I went out and checked out the photos and. You got the pond there and you got yep. like the trees with, you know, you can have the lights in there walking. It's almost like walking down an aisle of yep. trees with lights hanging on there. It's really cool. So I think. Yeah, there's four different to- spots that you can get married on. We got a pond that we've cleared out a whole bunch of trees and there's like an actually like a built in flat rock like or natural flat rock. You can set up a whole bunch of chairs looking down onto the pond, got the pine tree forest and then you got your regular um, chapel hall if you want to do it inside. And then we got a. Uh, a back patio as well that we have a spiral staircase that comes down to it and you can get married right there as well if there's some some weather so you know we got a little bit of everything going on we got some some taste for everybody's taste yeah it it looks really cool so i think it'll be a fun venue and fun thing for you guys to have as you continue to grow throughout your you know when your career is over no doubt we want to you know let your your first career make your second career so we've done a good job with that and you know i gotta give a shout out kudos to my wife because it wouldn't be done without her there you go logan thanks a lot man i appreciate it no i appreciate you thank you what's up it's mike jones from the football jones podcast i know you're enjoying your time with the john kime report but once you're done i want to invite you to come over and check out my podcast each week We take a deep dive into some of the most pressing topics around the NFL. High-profile guests from the coach, player, and front office ranks, as well as the top league insiders. Check out the Football Jones Podcast, another fine product brought to you by Empire Media. That's it for this episode. I appreciate Thomas joining me, and a hat tip as always to the Washington PR staff for setting this up. And thank you, as always, for listening. I was quite pleased with how you responded to the mini camp updates. So my guess is those will continue once training camp opens, at least for the first three weeks or so when the media is allowed to watch the entire practices. I'll be back this week with two more podcasts, including what every beat reporter thinks about the offseason and the biggest remaining question. And later in the week, a mailbag. It's time I delivered. My rates aren't going up either. Talk to you next time.